This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Hello, and thank you for listening to This Is A Place podcast. My name is Brandon, and today I'm joined by a man with whom I need to pick a bone, Nate. Pick a bone? Yep, I need to pick a bone with you. Am I in trouble again? Over the weekend, I went to see a movie. I went and saw Jungle Cruise with a friend of the podcast, Matt, and we were coordinating and trying to decide when we were going to be meeting for the movie. And he said, I'll probably be there about 8, 15, 8, 20. But then he said to me, you should be there probably about 8 because Nate says you are late for everything. And is that false? Yeah, I was like, I've been sitting here waiting for you to join the Zoom meeting since 1 o'clock. And you weren't even here on time. So I don't know how you could say that. (laughs) I I told Matt (laughs) that you're late to everything. That's what he told me. That's funny. I don't remember telling him that, but... (laughs) Well, I guess but I don't I don't doubt it either. <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. I am it is true. quite frequently. Well, here's a question for you that I was thinking about last week. So if you said, hey, meet me there at eight o'clock for whatever, it doesn't have to be a movie, just like meeting up at eight o'clock. At what time do I call or text you saying, Hey, are you coming? Um, probably like 15 minutes. 15 minutes, right? Yeah. 10, 10, 10 minimum, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. I was just playing. Uh, I was going to meet six in the morning, play pickleball the other day with some people all the way over in Flippin' Bluffdale, which is 10 miles from my house. And at 6.05, I got the text message like, where are you? I'm like, really? <laughs> five minutes in? You can't wait five minutes? Anyways. I mean, I think you've done that to me in the morning for basketball because that one's kind of like you need to. That's true. You need to know because you're not going to stick around and be awake at that time. Well, not even that. Uh, and I guess maybe that's it. If it's that early in the morning, maybe I maybe I was a little bit too not understanding. But because if you know, your time restraint, right? Because if you can only play basketball till seven and you're right. not there by six or five. Actually, I usually wait until about 6.10 before I would text you guys and say, where are you? Because if yeah. you're not even up, if you're not even up and you're coming over, that's another 10 minutes, like right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so sometimes it's more or less a wake-up call. And maybe that's what they were doing, just trying to wake me up in case if I wasn't on my way. But, but even when I walked up, they're like, where were you? And I'm like, it's 6.06. <laughs> like, we're okay. We're okay. Settle down. Well, I'm going to take it as an opportunity to reform my ways. And when I have something scheduled with you, whether you said that to Matt or not, I'm going to make sure that I am more punctual. Okay. More punctual. So hold me to that. Okay. How do I do that? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what are you going to do if I don't? <laughs> but in your defense, going to a movie, and my wife and I were talking about this the other day. If your movie starts like the start time's 8.15, as far as your ticket stub says, you really have how long until the movie actually starts, right? You got like a good 15. Oh, maybe 20. Yeah, like, probably. Especially if it's a newer movie, you got at least 20 minutes before. And that's kind of a frustrating thing when you go to movies. You think you're late. starts at 8.15. So you're, you're, you're busting to get over there. And then 
you're 10 minutes late to the movie, but you still have to watch another 10, 15 minutes of previews. You're like, in reality, we're early. There is uh, one noteworthy news story that I've been following that I saw an update on recently. Did you see about the guy at Lagoon? Yeah. That fell off the sky ride? Did you see the video of it? I saw pictures, but I didn't see the video. There's a video of the actual... I saw a video of him just hanging. They didn't show him falling. They didn't show him, which obviously, in my opinion, I don't think I've seen a news story saying what he was doing, but you don't get to that position just like slipping out of your seat so he was trying to do something right a stunt um something like yeah i agree with you i always have the fear of falling out but i don't think it's really as easy as my mind leads me to believe they commented that this has never happened on that ride before and it's been open since like 76 or something like that yeah i mean that's a long time even with kids messing around nobody's fallen off i mean i saw a video like a year or two ago at another sim- a park with a similar ride where a kid was dangling like a small kid but people like got below the first kid and then caught him so he didn't get injured but i think i said this in the lagoon episode but that used to be when my kids were smaller that was the scariest ride yeah it is hard for me super scary <laughs> you're hypersensitive on that ride and it just makes me wonder maybe we're not going to ever get the full story there were saying that he was intoxicated they were saying he was trying to pull some kind of a stunt. Who knows? It's sad that he has now, you know, passed away. In a lot of cases, if you get hurt on a ride at an amusement park, you are doing something you shouldn't have been doing. In most yes. cases. In most cases. This is correct. But I, I really hope that this does not lead to them removing it or putting the ride out of commission. Because I think it's tragic but i hope it doesn't see the end of this ride right i agree well should we get into our the the meat of our episode the discussion this is something i've wanted to do from early on in the podcast well my original thought was do we need to do two separate episodes one for costa vida and one for cafe rio but i'm was a little nervous that each episode would sound very similar. <laughs> I agree right? with you. Yeah. So why not bunch them into one? Yeah, I mean, I think what we try to do on the podcast is we try to be fair about if we like something or we don't like something. And I was like, should we have some kind of a try to have someone within the company on for this sort of episode? But I like that we can be... I feel we can be a little more transparent if we don't. We can be a little more open because if you have someone from the company, you're not going to say something negative. Because we're both afraid of being beaten up. Yeah. What we're doing today is not necessarily who's going to win between Costa Vida or Cafe Rio, but kind of examining them, their history together, and our opinions on each of them. So there's also, uh, we'll talk about a lawsuit that happened, of course, as, as we saw in an earlier episode in regards to the Dirty Soda Wars. But anytime a restaurant or something pops up, someone has an idea. Copycat. There's going to be copycats. And I don't think that's just a Utah thing. 
but for some reason we have that happen a lot here. Right. So let's dig into it. What are your initial thoughts on, on these places, your opinion on the, the Tex-Mex style food? Well, first of all, it's not, it is Mexican food, but it's not authentic Mexican food. It's about as authentic as Panda Express is Chinese food, right? Right. So it's a different kind of take on Mexican food. And I was thinking today, which, because they have these on YouTube all the time where you do these challenges where you get like fries or burgers from all these different places, blindfold them, and then you try to guess which is which. See, and I thought about that for this episode too, that we should do something like that. Do you think you could distinguish between the two? No, I don't. I don't think so either. So there's a rumor that um, a guy was working, one of the corporate guys, and you might have this as part of your research as well, that got fired from Caparillo back in the day, early days, but he signed a non-compete for so many years. And then after that non-compete was over, he kind of took those secrets over to Costa Vida. Hmm. I didn't um, come across that, no. Um, so, and I mean, it's not like super secret. It's not like KFC secret type seasoning or anything like that. It's just Tex-Mex food, right? Right. I mean, it's not so hard to manipulate the recipe because my wife and my family, they make the same barbacoa pulled pork and they also make the the salt, the, the ranch, dress, the tomatillo, yeah, the dressing. so it is, yep. tomatillo dressing. So it's not really hard to, to replicate. So it's not like super secret, like, you know, KFC would be, but even then KFC people can get pretty close to what it tastes like. Yeah, there's always copycat recipes you can find for just about anything. They invent sweet pork burritos. A sweet pork burrito is just about as Utah's green jello at this point. Right. That's interesting, though. I didn't come across the that rumor. Um, neither of them will come out and say whether that's the case. It all began... Uh, Cafe Rio, as I said, was the first one to open up, and they started in 1997 in St. George by Steve and Patricia Stanley, who I guess both had Southern Texas grandmothers who they copied this off. So maybe a Southern Texas grandmother is the one who invented the sweet pork. But the franchise, which was at six locations back then, was bought by Bob Nielsen in 2004. And he expanded it to where it is now, 144 locations and in 12 states. Cafe Rio was, is in Florida. I saw it there. Really? Florida. Tournament. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I had no idea. But coast- Oh, go ahead. But they also either partnered up or sold out to, was it PepsiCo? Oh, I don't or know. Coke. Yeah. So they own Cafe Rio? I'm pretty sure. Costa Vida came a couple years later in 2003 and originally had opened up as Costa Azul Fresh Mexican Grill by JD and Sarah Gardner, who said that they came up with the concept when they visited Cabo San Lucas. 
And I tried to do some research, but couldn't figure out how many locations they have up to this point. You're not going to be able to travel very far in Utah without finding both the Cafe Rio and Costa Vida because they're always by each other. Seems like that, right? At least within a reasonable distance. Just by us, we have Jordan Landing has both Cafe Rio, Cancun. You go to Midvale, they have Costa Vida, and then across the street, they just opened up the Cafe Rio drive-thru, right? So it is very common to see them pretty close to each other. Yeah. Usually within a, a short driving distance, so you have your choice. And I think they both do that strategically. They try to go where the other one is to still have that presence and not lose business to those that may be closer to it, which is very smart. As you mentioned at the the top of the conversation, we couldn't really do an episode for each because there's so many things that are extremely similar. That is correct. The, like I said, if I were to buy a pulled pork burrito from each location would you be able to tell the difference between the two in the taste test? Blindfolded taste test. No, I don't think, I don't think I'd be able to. If you look at their menus, they're, they're both extremely similar in style and in what they offer. I think from time to time, one will try and offer something new. For example, right now, Costa Vida is pushing a, some sort of a avocado. I just had it today. You, oh, you did? Yeah. I'm like, what's it called? For the research. Um, now that you're asking me what it's called, the Costacado. Costacado. Which so what get, is it? So you basically get a large avocado peeled, sliced in half, and then they put your meat choice on it and cheese. And then they'll put like the lettuce and pico on it which i think it was actually pretty good like it kind of tasted like a stuffed pepper style type thing yeah i had one of those kind of like a chile relleno yeah yeah exactly um the only thing i thought would make it a little better if they give you just like a little because of the lettuce they give you you had a little bit of that tomatillo ranch to like drizzle over it i think yeah. would have made it like over the top but it's keto friendly so it's not as heavy as the other items you can purchase there. But it's pretty good. It's not super feeling like when you, if you ever, if I go and have a burrito, I'm just fine. But do you ever do like the salad there? Like the regular mm-hmm. salad at either location? I'm not a big and salad she, guy, but my wife gets salads frequently. Well, the secret of the salad is, and everybody knows this, Brandon, is that you eat the salad and then once you eat the lettuce off it, then you roll it up into your burrito. So you get a salad and a burrito in one. So you just have like to be a real second careful. drink. Yeah, exactly. You just have to be real careful not to like eat all the meat and everything in it. So your burrito is not just tortilla. But it's, I mean, I'm a big guy and I can eat a lot. But eating the salad, everything, you know, the tortilla and the, the second burrito, it's, it's, it's a tough task. It's a lot of food. So if you're super hungry, that's the thing to get, in my opinion. That's a good tip. You know, I I tried to, well, we bring up something different. They also, at Cafe Rio, have a limited time offer of this uh, 
Your favorite thing. My favorite thing, the Mexican barbecue brisket. And, I mean, not slamming Cafe Rito necessarily, but that was my first time taking a couple bites and throwing something away. I did not enjoy that one bit. What'd you get? I got a burrito. Burrito? Really? Yeah. Was it? What what do you think made it taste no bueno? I don't know what I would have expected from a Mexican barbecue like brisket. It, it's just about what you'd expect. For some reason, I just thought it would be more to my taste, more to my liking. It just more, was... More briskety? Yeah, I guess so. It just was... The spice was just... It was too much spice. Not like spicy, but it was just a really strong spice. Really strong flavor. That might have been it. And I think it just outweighed everything else. And so I, I couldn't I couldn't stomach it. I don't know. So my wife and I are big brisket fans, like the smoked brisket, barbecue stuff. And we'll even, when it goes on sale, buy a big brisket and do the slow cook stuff. So when they advertised the brisket, we went to Cafe Rio about a month ago. And I was in the mood for the salad. So I was like, I'm not going to try the brisket. But my wife got it. And she didn't throw it away after a couple of bites, but she definitely wasn't excited about her purchase. It was kind of a regret. Like she wished she would have got something else. So did you try it? So yeah, she pulled off a little piece of it for me and I'm like, yeah, definitely. It didn't taste like brisket. I think that's the whole thing. It doesn't really taste like brisket. It was some sort of almost like pulled pork with a different spice. It just didn't taste very good, but you, you would, want or expect to have yeah so i guess that's you know similar to you it just wasn't what i expected i just feel like the execution could have been a lot better with the so way that's zero for two people that i know have had it so if you enjoyed it and tried it and enjoyed it let us know maybe both you and my wife got a bad batch yeah maybe but brisket is a delicate meat i think to when you go to even barbecue places, it's a hit or miss. Hit or miss. So I'm guessing miss for Cafe Rio. Other than some of these different food offerings that they have, Costa Vida has chocolate chip cookies, which are really good in my opinion, especially when they're at the bottom of the bag because it makes your cookie all warm and melty. They both got trace leches for desserts. Costa Vida also has a cinnamon tortilla that they put with kids' meals, or you can order on your own uh they have similar drinks sometimes different varieties one chain will offer something different but aside from those things like the only thing i can really nail down that's different between the two is the aesthetic so like going into a cafe rio it has more of a mexican feel they really rely heavily on the this is a mexican restaurant yeah trying to make you believe it's mexican food right Right. Even to where they've got somebody in the corner, like float, throwing the tortillas. Maybe they do that at Costa Vida. I haven't noticed it as much as I do in a Cafe Rio, but they have someone sitting there patting the tortillas down, doing all that. Makes you feel it's more authentic Mexican, even though it's not. But whereas in Costa Vida, it's very beach themed. Right, like it feels like you're on the coast. Right, they even have you. Most of them have that wall with the bubbling water. 
I do like that wall. Very nice. Other than that, though, what's what can we really say is different about the two? Um, talking about the avocado and then the brisket, there's one thing I do like that Costa Vida does about once or twice a year is they do their chili verde uh-huh. burritos. It's basically the chili verde sauce. I love chili verde. So when they bring that back, I definitely head over to Costa Vida to get that burrito. I've never had that, so I'll have to try that the next time. And both, one thing I do like about both is they both have horchata. Mm-hmm. I love my horchata, and they're different flavored uh, fruit drinks. But which punches. one's better? Um, I would say uh, Costa Vida. I like Costa Vida's horchata a little bit better, even though you probably get it from the same vendor. Who knows? <laughs> the problem with horchata is when you put them in those bubbler machines, you got so much cinnamon and sugar and rice that it kind of settles at the bottom. So it's really yeah. hard to mix with the bubblers. So I think it depends on when you go to the restaurants, how recently they poured stuff into the bubbler. So it's like, is it all freshly mixed or is it all settled at the bottom? Um, but one thing I did notice today that Costa Vida has, is they have a cantaloupe juice thing. So they have I tried a watermelon some, one too, I think. Yeah, the watermelon, but the cantaloupe one, it, I tasted just a little bit of it just to try it. And I'm like, yeah, it tastes Definitely like you're drinking juice. cantaloupe. So sometimes you get those drinks and you're like, it's not even, it's just way watered down a ton of sugar, but it, it tasted like cantaloupe. So I'm like, that's an interesting juice choice. But yeah, so I do enjoy that fact. Both the locations have the juice because I don't drink the carbonation. So you you know, I can get I can get a drink at this location and not feel like I have to have lemonade or fruit punch. Yeah, and I, and they're even for the most part they're pretty similar in price. They might even be the same in prices, maybe with some small disparities, but you know, about yeah. the same. They're the same. Um, I do if I do like Costa Vida for the fact that I feel their rewards programs a smidge better, and they send out more deals it feels like where they'll be like buy one get one free or buy one get a free drink or today it was two dollars off an entree and they have very similar both of them like reward points that you get so many points you get money or credit or a gift card type thing and no but more punch cards no more punch cards <laughs> i yeah. miss those thinking punch cards <laughs> yeah when you went to cafe rio and then you filled it up didn't they like sing a song like a meal, a meal, you got a free meal or something like that, right? Or if you get extra meat, they'll sing for you too. But yeah, no more, because you'd get a free meal when you get the punch cards. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times there was probably some theft. Some dishonesty some going dishonesty on. Dishonesty going on. I I maybe got a couple free meals handed to me. I won't say from where, but I can understand why they moved to the system that everybody else is going off of where you're on the app and you get I prefer the app way. too, because the... Uh, it's just rough having to take every like I I every year for their Thanksgiving sale, both of them do like buy twenty five dollars get ten dollar gift card or something like that you know right so I'll stock up like a hundred dollars worth and get the free gift cards and for both places um, but it is nice that Costa Vida you can put it on the app because the other night after a pickleball tournament we wanted burritos so. Costa Vida was already closed. The Caparillo is still open. 
but it just sucks that at home I had a gift card I could have used. So I had to spend money even though I had gift cards at home. Oh, man. But we would have gone to Costa Vida. It's just on my app. So. Yeah, you know what? I don't even get Cafe Rio offers anymore. Or hardly well, I was going to say, so Cafe Rio will do like double points for this and triple points, but they hardly ever do buy one, get ones or get a free drink or anything like that. Like Costa Vida seems to be more. Yeah, they're more consistent with that. Consistent with doing stuff like that. So. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Yeah, I I guess speaking on both of them, I, I really love the lim- mint limeade at Cafe Rio. I think might have mint limeade at Costa Vida as well, but again there, you've got a bubbler machine, and one day it'll be really good, and another day it'll be... Mm-hmm. Just sucking on mint leaves the whole time. Yep. But love me some mint limeade for sure. Did um, I tell you that I have a bubbler machine? Yeah, you have. Yeah, we need to pull that out and have a party. When we have our our this is a place live show, and we'll, uh, we'll we can make bubbler. we can make our own barbacoa pulled pork and <laughs> see if we can do a better execution. Make our own brisket. And we'll have uh, burritos with stuff on top. So before we close out, um, do you remember Bajio? I do remember Bajio. So a lot of the Costa Vida locations were Bajio. Did you ever go there? You might have been pretty young when they were around. So, okay. So there's two I'm thinking of. There's Bajio. Wasn't there one that's called Barbacoa as well? So yeah, you got you got barbacoa. I think is kind of your chipotle competitor. Okay. Where I mean, if you think about it, they're all kind of similar, so to speak. I hate chipotle um, though. But I want to say it was barbacoa before Co- Cafe Rio. That'd be interesting to know. Um, if only we could Google it. Um, so yeah, barbacoa, chipotle, so like that. Those are kind of more the burrito, and they don't really do the. It's not Cafe Rio style. But you had Cafe Rio, you had Costa Vida, I want to say, and then Bajio was around for a while, and they franchised way too fast. Um, that should be a, we could do our whole own episode on that one, because I think there's a little bit of fraud that went on in that one. On which one? Uh, Bajio. Oh, Bajio, yeah. Like the one over in Jordan Landing, the Costa Vida was a Bajio before it turned into Costa Vida. Like I said, a lot of the Costa Vidas just bought out the Bajio. Um but I did enjoy, if they were all three still around, I would say I like Bajio the most for one reason, is that they had grilled onions that you could put on your burrito and salads. And I love grilled onions. So, but everything else was, again, the same as the other places. Yeah. And I want to say there's maybe one or two Bajio still around. So I'm guessing they're probably not a franchise anymore. There might have just been people who just, kept going with it after 
all the crap at the fan with those. But all culminates, we have to talk about the elephant in the room, the lawsuit. Oh, we haven't got to that yet, have we? So the lawsuit finalized or settled in 2007. So it's been it's been quite a while, and I think they've reconciled their differences. You noted that Costa Vida can no longer say enchilada style when you're getting the sauce and cheese on top. You have to say smothered, right? I, I tried to track down the actual lawsuit, but didn't have much success. I really liked this tagline I read from the Daily Herald back then when the lawsuit was going on. And it said, if you think the food is spicy at Cafe Rio and Costa Azul or Costa Vida, wait till you see the lawsuit. Does anybody think that the food at either of these places is spicy? No. Even their hot sauce is not, to me, spicy. Even their Mexican brisket isn't spicy. It's just flavorless. But they, you know, went through this lawsuit, not sure what the verdict was other than the the naming of the so burritos. Two things I've heard. One is that they settled outside of court. So in 2001, Kenny Presswich, I think I mentioned earlier. So he was a general manager of the Cafe Rio in Fort Union, which was always, when they didn't have that many locations, just out the door busy. So when he got fired, he signed the, the confidentiality agreement saying that he would not disclose, disclose the restaurant's trade secrets, but then he gets hired at Costa Vida in 2003. So I think that's when Costa Vida and Caprio started button heads. Yeah. But so they settled out of court according to this article for an undisclosed amount. But I also heard a rumor two years and years ago when Costa Vida came out that somebody said that the judge told Caprio like, oh, you invented Mexican food? <laughs> kind of like it's like it's part of the part of the game so it'd be interesting to know um what they settled for and obviously they've moved on and so the question i have is when you have two locations next to each other like you do in jordan landing who benefits more from the other you know what i mean do people because i feel like Cafe Rio can get pretty busy. So if you see the line out the door at Cafe Rio, do you just think, ah, we'll just run over to Costa Vida? That's how I view it. Or do people actually go seek one or the other out? There was a rumor also, and Costa Vida actually addressed this in a TikTok. I guess they're on TikTok now. Where they did the... Was that last week? Yeah. The CEOs? Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Always a rumor that the companies were started by like a couple that got divorced or split up and s- created these different companies, basically. And they said it's not true. So that puts that rumor to rest. Yeah, there was a rumor that the people who started Cafe Rio got divorced, yeah. split up, and that's how Costa Vida started. But that's not true. Well, we've debated it here. You can find plenty of comparisons on the Statesman. There's blogs going between the two. Who's better? Even Cougar Board got in on it. And now there's a podcast. So I will say for myself, state my my favorite is that I don't have a favorite. 
it used to be that I was a diehard Cafe Rio guy, but I had some poor experiences there at the location nearest to me. And so I stopped going there and started to go to Costa Vida. But then I went to Costa Vida and had an even worse experience where I had to wait for like 45 minutes in line. And I was very, very upset about that. So I started going to a Costa Vida that's out in Midville. And I like this Costa Vida because they had a drive-thru. But then all this time passed and I think the drive-thru was cutting in on some Cafe Rio business. So what did Cafe Rio do? They built a restaurant on the other side of the street, also with a drive-thru. So of course they're aware of what the other is doing and what they need to do to get people in the doors. And as for me, it really just kind of depends on the day. I feel like they're the same food and I'll go to either one any given time, especially when I go out there to Midville, it's just, do I want to turn left or do I want to turn right? (laughs) What about you? Well, for me, you could probably answer this for me. It's whoever's going to have the better deal of the day, right? If there's a, it's usually the only time we actually go to Cafe Rio or Costa Vida is when they're doing a deal. I'm like, oh, let's go, let's go do this deal. So, but if we weren't going for a deal reason, just heading over, I think it comes down to which one's the busiest at the moment. So, because we've we've got during the COVID thing too, we went over to Cafe Rio a couple of times to get food, and it was just like crazy busy. They were like, should we just go over to Costa Vida? see see what their lines looking like yeah so so yeah to me it's all about the deals right if the listeners don't know that about you by now i don't know if they're ever gonna learn it the thrill of the deal how i live so anyways my cousin was dating this guy if i remember the story correct and he bought like this sweater in provo at the mall and then he heard from a friend like of at utah state that the sweater was on sale for like five dollars less so he drove all the way to Logan to buy that sweater. But it's like, how much did you spend in gas? How much was your time worth? All that stuff. So for me, I have to, I've, sometimes it is about the thrill of the deal. So if I know I'm going to be going that way anyways soon, I might do it. But sometimes you just have to pay a little bit more because what's the final cost costing you? But yeah, the satisfaction you get of getting a deal, it's, it's a, almost like a little small high I get. Sometimes it's even more than just getting the item. That's right. It's that satisfaction. Mm-hmm. But tell us, you know, we won't declare a winner, but we'll put up a poll maybe. We're not very good at the stories on our social medias, but mm-hmm. we'd love to hear in the comments or on the story, who is your favorite and why? Is it the OG Cafe Rio or the Costa Vida? Which is your favorite of the two? Let us know. Please. And if you want to invite us to eat with you, we'll come along. We can buy us dinner. Yeah. If anybody's having a taste test, if they're comparing the two, we'll be happy to come and and be the tasters. Not a, not a problem at all. No problem. Thank you for listening to This is a Place podcast. See you next week.